That's the other thing too. I feel like poor people food tastes better than rich people food. Like if if there's a guy that makes like forty grand a year and he's like, "You want to come over for dinner?" I'd be like, "Fuck yeah." I'm so sure can. Hey everybody! Welcome to the 82nd episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host tomorrow, and here with Tim Sullivan. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we are building a patio. That's right, folks. We sure are. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be unbelievable. Oh man, yeah. So uh, my good comrade and coworker Early over here is—he's um, kind of a patio aficionado. <laughs> Uh, I looked him in the. Up. I looked him in his face and I said, "We're thinking about doing a patio." And before I even heard a response on the other end of the phone, I just heard tires screeching, and he showed up to my house with rakes <laughs> and fucking a spool of string and some stakes. Yep, pink like string. S T A K E. Yes, not to be confused with meats. <laughs> That's correct, folks. Well, because although the Searle and patio industry is not saturated you could make a killing showing up with sirloins and patio equipment that's actually a really good point not sure if eric has the patent on searle and blank but um yeah man the patio is coming along it turns out actually of all the of all the like decent sized house projects patio is like the most the most doable i'd say it's a very doable thing especially to do like you know the kind we're doing so if I didn't have a dirt man back there and I had lush grass and I wanted to build a patio, how would we go about it? Just same same way, just digging? Yeah, same way. You'd have to dig up all the grass, which is, can be kind of annoying, but it's definitely easier than what the fuck we had to do. Yeah. So we dug a <sighs> nice 15 by 12 foot spot. And um, yeah, we're ready to roll, dude. We just got to put some gravel down. It's going to be a... <laughs> It's going to be oh, a, most, a mostly peaceful patio, and um, we're going to just lay that all down probably within the next few days and have a patio up and running, and we can throw a big party. It's going to be fantastic, folks. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and, and the thing that I was really proud of is we left the patio to go to Home Depot, and we were going to get the, you know, the weed fabric, like the shit that the weeds can't grow through. And uh, we got there and we went, fuck, we didn't measure it. And then we both kind of calculated in our brains what size we thought it was. And it turns out we both thought it was exactly the same size as each other, um, which we assumed it was 15 by 12. Right, which is a pretty precise uh, dimension. Right. And so we purchased like pretty much exactly 15 by 12's worth of, you know, the fabric. And it turns out that we were both incredibly spot the fuck on and oh, it was exactly we nailed that size. it dude we... unbelievable the one the thing ac- I the acumen behind our ocular assessment is you know it stands it's very it's very esteemed right we could be like snipers or some shit right exactly we have like the depth perception or whatever um but the one thing i wasn't that proud of is that that idiot debasio was like texting hey send me when I talked about TVs in the chat like 17 months ago and I'm like, what dude? So I'm guess I'm breaking a rule here, but as I was like kind of driving a little bit, I was doing this, um, more or less was doing it. Like, you, were, at the you were searching the, the details in previous chats to find this. Yeah. I did like the search thing. I mostly did it at the light, but it continued a little bit. And then hey, man, I, I stopped judge. doing it. I don't judge. And then I Honestly, got, there's there's gonna be no one to pull you over in like a few weeks, anyways. 
that's actually completely true, folks. Police aren't a thing anymore, supposedly. Um, and I got on the highway going in the wrong direction because I was distracted. And it took me maybe 10 minutes to realize that I was in Lawrence. And I was like, okay, well, I'm down here. So Wait, why'd guess, you go that way? Because I fucking wasn't paying attention, dude, because DeBasio... You need to look up what he said about a TV 12 fucking months ago. He took 495 South? Yes. Oh, that's fucking hilarious, And it took me so fucking long to even realize it, because I'm an idiot. Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't know that, dude. So then I was like, all right, I got to do something with this time I just wasted. So then I went to to Yala in the valley and got beef shawarma and french fries and goddamn stuffed cabbage. And it was delicious, folks. That sounds great, dude. Oh, my God, it was so good. That sounds fantastic, actually. And That's what's even is, more ironic is DeBasio had literally left the parking lot like three minutes before I got there. Oh. Which is kind of funny. He's the one that fucking got me there in the first place. Jeez. It's almost like Walter White syndrome. Like, his actions had, you know, all these reactions, these chain reactions. And right, because he's the catalyst. Right, and I almost ran into him. So. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, no, it's funny with takeout, because now that you can't go out to eat... Um, like in a like a sit down restaurant, because there's there's restaurants whose food is like okay, but I like going to the actual restaurant, so like I don't mind, you know, eating at that restaurant with okay food, because I get the ambiance and I get to have drinks and socialize. Yeah. But now when you have to decide on where to eat solely based on the quality of food, you yeah. realize pretty quickly a lot of the restaurants that are in your Rolodex. You're not actually a huge fan of the food because there's time like there's restaurants I love going to, but I would never think to get that same food taken to my house. You know what I mean? That's yeah, I know exactly what you mean actually. And I hate this styrofoam crap and how soggy oh. it makes all the fries. Like there's stuff that I'm like, there's stuff that you know is really appetizing to me, and I order it, and everybody says 25 minutes, but it really takes 45 minutes. And I always take them at their word, and then the next thing I know, they're telling me to wait in my car, and I'm like, it's just a fucking disaster. Just tell me it's going to be 45 minutes. Well, the worst is that I was already there in the parking lot, and I called them and said, hey, I, w- I want to order this. And they said, okay, we'll see you in 20 minutes. I'm yeah, like, and you got to just kill time and pretend that you're not just uh, outside yeah. 10 feet from the door. I was like, but, no, um, I see you right now. So where was it that you ended up going? Yala and Methuen, the place that oh, fucking DeBasio and Mike always go and they get chick, uh, beef shawarma and french fries. So what is that, like Mediterranean? Yeah, that's that's actually exactly what it is. Did you get a kebab? <laughs> no, I got uh, the, the beef shawarma uh, meal, you know the which best? was delicious. I've never been to Yala, so maybe maybe I'll stand corrected. But Okay. I think the best valued takeout is the Phoenician because oh. you get top-tier food. They give you so much that With like bottom tier prices yeah and the other you know what they do they tell fry me. the fries tell me they fry the fries and then they bake them so they're yeah in, they're impervious to sog yeah so that's one because i love french fries it's like my weakness next to like smoking cigarettes drinking and snorting cocaine yeah but uh a lot of times i like i don't order fries as a side anymore because like i said the sog factor it's just gross. Right. Um, but the Phoenician, my God. You could literally hold up a French fry during high winds on the top of a mountain, and it'll just be completely horizontal. 
completely that, erect. Yeah, completely erect. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, their French fries are actually probably one of the top two French fries that I'm aware of. What would the other one be? Um, don't know right now, but I'm just generalizing. You know, yeah, no, I agree. The, the, they have to be actually. Now that you put it that way, yeah, I'd say because, like I, you said, to be fair, you always say top two. You never say favorite because then some idiot right, goes, "What about these?" You. And you go, "Oh, right. yeah, you're right." So if you yeah, just say fuck. number two, it's pretty much a flawless uh, yeah claim. I'm saving a spot for you know if I figure something out. It's like giving a girl like, a ten out of ten. You know what I mean? Like, come on, there's nowhere to if, go. If you assume there. that tens don't exist. Nines reserved for like movie stars, like the hottest of the hot. So an eight really is like the hottest girl you've ever seen. Right. That's kind of how you had to do it. Exactly. It's um. Way the future. You also can't factor in. I just for anyone that has these discussions because most guys will eventually find themselves rating a woman on a scale of one to ten, like every three days or so. Yeah, yeah. You you are not allowed. There's been some controversy over this. You are not allowed to factor in. Anything but the intrinsic value to the way they look. So you can't factor yes. in personality. You can't factor in. This is controversial, you know. It needs to be solely superficial. So if there's a girl that's like pretty cute with a great personality, you can't bump her up. It has to just be on the keyboard. Right. Yeah. A six that's really cool is still a six. She's Ex- not a That's exactly eight. right. That's exactly yeah. right. So like, you know, and I don't think girls rate guys that much. Because, like, let's yeah. be honest, there's a lot of... You know what's so funny? You you always see good-looking girls dating absolute slobs. Yeah. But you never see, like, a six-pack, muscle-bound, handsome dude with, like, a fat chick. I mean, you do occasionally, but it's nowhere near as prevalent as the as the opposite is. Right. It's it's very rare. It's about as as rare as somebody contracting COVID nineteen from somebody who's asymptomatic. Exactly. Like, like how many times do you see like a movie star, actress, and she's with some like lob. Like you see that like a fair amount. You know what I mean? Right. But you right. never really see like you know you never really see like Brad Pitt dating you know somebody that's like slightly overweight. Let's be honest. I, I mean, and I'm by the way, honest. you can make fun of you can make fun of weight because they can control that. You can't make fun of someone's face. That's the rule. That's an interesting thing. I agree with that. It's okay to make fun of people for things they can control, but if they can't control it, whoa, bro. Because weight is not you an immutable characteristic, it. so it's on the table for criticism. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I can make fun of you for a face tattoo because you right. chose to put that there. Of course. But you I, can. I can't make fun of your nose, or I can't make fun of your eyes and the stupid way they're too close together you know what i mean <laughs> but i just want to let I, that out there i love how like nick natalie's um fucking little icon here is staring me in the face and it's literally just a naked girl like bent over <laughs> oh yeah looking like under her legs at her knees like upside down and it looks like i always think it's like a raw chicken <laughs> <laughs> Nick Natale, hands down, has the best taste in everything. That guy. Absolutely. I would. I honestly just want to hit him up and be like, can you just email me like a desktop background? <laughs> he thinks of it all. Dude. That would be really good. But dude, I meant so to what say, else? Back, so what's been going on? Or no, well, I'm sorry. What super quick. Super quick. Back to the whole French fry thing is um, this even applies to growing up like 20 fucking years ago because I'm old as shit now. Um, my mom always was like, the Phoenician has the best French fries. 
and ah. it's true. So, so to my mom, the Phoenician's number one, and I'm saying number two, so I'm just leaving a slot for if I find something better. I also think Five Guys fries are pretty good, but I think that's because, before people get mad, I think that's just because there's a shitload of salt on them. Yeah, so I, I agree. Just, like, I can't like stop guys. eating them, you know? In the thing, Five Guys fries, they're so skinny that the sog yes. never really gets out of, out of hand. I mean, if you eat it there at Five Guys, the sog right. is never going to be a problem. You kind of have to eat them there, to be honest. But they're so yeah. thin that, like... Like even like you know a McDonald's fry, even the the mushy ones, like they're so thin that it doesn't really bother you. Dude, you know what is? I always remember Burger King had the fucking best French fries. Yep, they I always do too. had the best fries. I and totally the, agree. But recently they fucking they're well, mushy. Not that recent. It was probably like ten years ago. Yeah, they like changed their fries, and now these these thick mushy, they're disgusting tasting fries. Dude, I went and Wendy's. In- Wendy's always tastes like it's got like old oil. Like their fries are good, but they they leave this yeah, weird aftertaste. I mean, I think hands so. down, McDonald's is just superior to everyone else because they just they check more boxes. You know what I mean? They just um, put more, you know, drugs in their food that make you like it. So it's the yeah. best. But know? I was up in Kenny Bunkport playing in a golf tournament like three years ago, and we were on our way home, and we made it like ten minutes from from the place we stayed and we were all we all realized we were starving so we see a burger king and i'm like dude i haven't gotten a burger king like since the bush administration right. let's go there i must have taken three bites out of my shit and just fucking threw it out really oh it's terrible oh dude i like uh like a like a, okay all right here we go folks we're gonna be going down the fast food uh route of things that are good and stuff if you go to Burger King and you get a goddamn Whopper or a Whopper Junior, yeah, unfucking believable. No, I so I agree on principle. Yeah, um, rest of their shit. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, I have been known to get those goddamn uh, mac and cheese bites. I don't know if you've mm. had those. Those are pretty fucking unreal. Um, those those wouldn't float my boat because I'm not really a cheese guy, but I, I can appreciate right. what they probably do taste like to a a lactose fan. But on like a drunken eve, if you were like, what fast food do you need right now? Nine times out of ten, I'll say I need um, a junior bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, And also, in the interest of full disclosure, this Burger King in Kenny Bunkport was like one of those um, gas station Burger Kings. So, okay, so... It wasn't really necessarily. It wasn't a standalone King's fault. It was. I mean, the it was. Employee. But I'm. You okay. Know, if the know. FDA does its job, then there should be no difference in the integrity of the food. But it definitely. I think it has that going in. Like maybe that affected my mindset a little bit. Was like all the people in there, just didn't look like they were super conscious about sanitation. Right. And then on top of that, the like the te- the. Textures are big things with fast food because everybody knows fast food is cheap junk. So, like, the texture really kind of tricks your mind. And the one thing I'll say is, like, McDonald's chicken nuggets are so goddamn crispy. They have the perfect texture. Oh, yeah. They, they don't have that, um, you know, when you get chicken fingers from Chinese food restaurant and you can see the chunk of chicken bouncing around the breading? Yeah. Like, sometimes you take a bite and, like, the bread shell just f- divorces itself from the meat. Or it's like someone took a pancake and wrapped it around like yeah exactly a finger or something like it still tastes good but like you kind of you kind of always you kind of always squeeze 
a Chinese chicken finger when you're eating it because you, you want to keep it together. Right. Well, um, also, I feel like Chinese chicken fingers... Uh, hear me out here. Oh, God. What Chinese chicken stated? fingers are not good. Nobody actually likes Chinese chicken fingers. They just fucking love duck sauce. Oh, see, I, I actually genuinely... Oh, Did you just you filibuster me with your own goddamn applause soundboard? That's correct, folks. What are you going to say, though? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I hate to be this guy because I, I, don't, I don't mean to be contrarian because I probably am the one. <laughs> I probably am the one in a thousand guy that disagrees. Because my opinion is just, dude, nobody agrees with me on anything. No, but I mean, a lot of people say they love the fucking chicken fingers, which I'm sure is where you're going. But yeah, I but I'm also like, I don't like cheese it. and stuff. Here, here's the thing. Anytime you hear someone complain about being stuck in a conversation with someone who disagrees with them and they get all upset, I have no sympathy. I literally disagree with everybody on everything. And I just deal with it. See, I, I disagree with my people feet on a lot of... Run up to my bedroom. <laughs> no, you I disagree I mean? with people on a lot of shit. I just usually Dude, sit I there like and cigarettes and them. dislike cheese. Do you know how little I have in common with, like, the average American? <laughs> like, right off the bat. It's like, I'm... If, if, and the funniest part is, if you had to sit me down at a dinner with people that like my taste, I would probably hate them. So, like, I get why... I get everybody's opinion of me because when I have to judge people that have the same interests as myself, I'm also appalled. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. It's like that Groucho Marx line. I would never want to be part of a club that would allow someone like me to be a member. So you're just screwed no matter what. Right. But you know what So I mean? you're going to explain to me why the chicken fingers are good now? No, not really because I, <laughs> I, what I will say is that Chinese food does a good job. They're... they're Full disclosure, full disclaimer, I should say. There's definitely a hierarchy of Chinese food for sure. There's really, oh, really good Chinese food and awful Chinese food. But well, I will say, had, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I'm not no, I think I think the mid tier Chinese food caliber is met by the bulk of Chinese food spots. So basically, what I mean by that is the best mid tier Chinese food and the worst mid tier Chinese food are like not too far off. So like, right? For example, there's there's places that have mediocre pork fried rice and places that have good pork fried rice. Right. You never really get pork fried rice where you're like, this is like fucking terrible. You will now and again, but for the most part, you can be pretty much safe ordering pork fried rice and assuming you're going to like it. Right. But chicken fingers, that's when <sighs> I really, that's when it really comes to make a difference. So like, right. That's when the spread gets much wider. That's exactly right. So like there'll be places that I love. They check every box. Their chicken fingers are awful. Then there's places that their chicken fingers are great. And like, you know, their lo mein kind of sucks. So it's kind of, it depends on what you like. Some people like, you know, they do the poo poo platter thing, but I like to get pork fried rice, veggie lo mein, you know, kind of all the staples, but uh, some people get a little fancier, but I love sushi. But I never have gotten taken out sushi. Do you do sushi yeah. takeout? I've done it. That? I have done it. Um, it's really good. It's just like slightly not the same. It's I don't know. It's just not the same. Oh, you got sushi from Market Basket one time, and it was like I do that excellent all the fucking time, dude. I thought I, mean, I thought it was great, dude. It is. I mean, it's it's. Um, I mean, it's a really friendly sushi so i would originally say it's probably like an eight but it might be like a nine um wow wow oh sorry (laughs) no but honestly market basket sushi is like a solid like seven seven dude i I, every time i'm at market basket um i look at 
like the cafe section what they're actually making. Oh yeah, and it all looks so good. I wonder if one of the Arties, maybe in like three generations of Arties, they're gonna branch out and instead of just having the cafe inside Market Basket, maybe they'll just make a Market Basket restaurant. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. You could make a restaurant, but call it like Demula's, so it kind of pays homage Ooh. to the original, Homog. but and it doesn't sound like a grocery store. Like if you're not from New England and you see Demula's, it just sounds like a restaurant, an Italian restaurant. It does sound like an Italian restaurant. You're so maybe. Correct. Maybe that'll be in the future. Maybe they say, you know what? Why don't we just fucking... Why don't we go all the way with this? Way the future. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Food for thought. Right. Yeah. Um, what the hell else is going on, man? So... Episode. Yeah. Um, um, well, so I was in the grocery store the other day. And I overheard this girl say words with her mouth, Okay. Jesus. And it made me chuckle because it's just such a fantastic, I don't know if it's fantastic or terrible, I'll let you tell me, phrase that people use. And um, she went up to the guy and she said, hey, excuse me, sir. And he said, yes. And then she said, if I were frozen meatballs, where would I be? (laughs) That's (laughs) funny. He goes, oh, aisle three. But I just think it's so funny that people even use that fucking phrase. I like that. Don't you? It's great because one, it's kind of funny, you know. Personification's oh. funny. Oh, that's funny. Um, but and it also kind of just peps up the conversation. You know what I mean? Especially. Uh, oh, and now these uh, market basket people must be relieved now that uh, COVID is like gone. Yeah, they must be. You know, because that now they wear their masks only on their mouth and not on their nose. So. Oh, if only there was a major social protest that everyone was too afraid to criticize like three months ago. No one would have lost their jobs or had to be stuck at home. I know. Next time this happens, we'll just think of that. Right. It's unbelievable. Quick, what's something that we can all gather with by the tens of thousands is no one will be able to criticize for fear of criticism? Um, That's what we have to do. Yeah, right. No, he's absolutely right, folks. Check, please. Um, fucking. <laughs> so, you did people realize that the second you touch your mask one single time, you just you just ruined everything? Well, in not only that, but did you see the CD? This is like a few weeks ago when the CDC um, had people taking it seriously. But when they uh, they gave, they recommended how to put, so they basically told you to wash your mask every time you leave your house. Uh, and come well, so back. They all, the thing I heard was from, you know, the Who, not the band, um, where they said the who? masks. Yeah, yeah, masks are Wait, one who's, time who's use. Who said it? Uh, the uh, Who? Oh, Who? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, masks are only one time use. Never anything other than that. And as soon as it gets moist, you're supposed to throw it away and put a new one on. Jesus, and who, who my said mask is fucking moist by the time I grab the fucking shopping cart and get to the fucking like milk aisle, which is the first aisle. Yeah, of course. And like the funniest th- thing, um, I can't remember who said it, but they. Uh, oh, that's right. It was who. Yeah. So they uh, they had this thing where you wash your mask and then when you put it on your face. You need to only be very careful to only grab the bands of the mask. Yes. And then wash your hands right after. So basically, 
Your mask is too filthy to touch, but right. it's clean enough to suffocate your mouth and nose. <laughs> so you right. can inhale, you can inhale, lick, sniff your mask, but you can't don't, touch, don't touch it. it. Don't don't fucking touch it, man. Oh man. I'm just so glad say. that I No, mean, go we, ahead. Come on, tell me. We were, we were right, dude. We were right. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. We were right, and I was condemned for it. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Fucking sorry. It's all been blown out of proportion. All these people that were upset with me saying this is exaggerated are now the same people that are like, yeah, let's go out and protest. Sorry. Well, isn't Bernard, well, aren't you worried about COVID? No. No, dude. Oh, you, you didn't know? hear? Yeah, ever since we had a politically fashionable movement, um, it actually isn't transferable by asymptomatic people. Oh! Oh, how convenient, folks. That's wow, fantastic. that's great. That's Jesus. great news. Cool, so can I get a fucking haircut and uh, go to like oh, no, a fucking restaurant? no, no, you restaurant? can't do that. Oh, oh I can't. Can I, can I go to, not that I would, but can I go to church? No. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't do that. Okay. No. All right, well, but, all right. Okay. You can go to um, George Floyd's funeral, but you know, oh, your your wife died. No, you gotta wait in the car. Can I go see my dying father in the fucking hospital? No, no, I can't. No, I can't. It, I, it's different because oh. if if you wanted to, like, I don't know, for instance, Molotov cocktail of Macy's with your buddies, you could do that. Okay, all right. But you, you can't like pay respects to your dying father. I mean, let's not be ridiculous. All right. Okay. All right. Can I go like to Chipotle and eat inside or? No, no, I, I can't. can't. Okay, all right, that's. No, you can like spray paint buildings, urinate on memorials, flip cars. You can do kind of like all the stuff that's like literally illegal even prior to COVID. You can do all that, but anything that's illegal during COVID, you still have to obey. I love how uh, Kev Magner got arrested for climbing the George Washington. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, fucking statue. And now there's people that, like, if they see, like, a vandalized statue and start taking shit down off of it, like, the police chase them down. They're like, what are you yeah. doing? Oh, it's hilarious, dude. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was... All he did I was think, climb on it and got I arrested. I think we now visited are, that statue, and he told us the like, tale. He right. told us the tale at the site of the famous act. He did, I'm pretty sure. But now we people the, are, like, throwing a rope around the same statue and going, he! And nobody, the cops are just going, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not racist. Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, man. Oh, man, what a time. What a time uh, to What have a time the- to be alive, huh, folks? Oh, Un-fucking-believable. Uh, I just wish, just yep. wish I had some different views than I have. I could really have fun <laughs> right around now. <laughs> God, I'm just cursed by this logic and sensibility. Uh. <laughs> Why did my mother put me in school and teach me history and make me reasonable? I could be having I so much my... fun right now. <laughs> oh, I wish my thoughts could be different thoughts. Damn it. Why can't I just be a petulant, angry, pampered person? This would be the greatest <laughs> time to be alive. Oh, God. I hate this adulthood and sense of responsibility uh, and maturity. So, so hard. Yeah. Could be painting the town red right now. Right, and now they actually well, openly admitted that all the fucking COVID deaths that they counted know. weren't actually from COVID, So, which is what we were saying the whole time, but now that they finally admitted it, people are like, oh, what, did you hear about this? Yeah, I fucking heard about that, dude. I fucking told you that. Yeah, I know. Everybody's flip-flopping. There was oh. a person on Twitter that um, 
I was talking about how ridiculous the protests were like a month ago, uh, and they accused me of wanting my grandmother dead and and just a elderly. Basically, just they wanted. They thought I wanted to genocide like every septuagenarian and upwards. And oh. So septuagenarian. That's that correct. Works? All right, let me hold on. I'll pull it up just because I know you can tell me what it means, but I, I like to get the. You want to quiz me on the definition of septuagenarian? Septo, can you spell for me? Sep. Septuagenarian. Yeah. Oh, I already found it. Oh, you got it. Oh no way, dude! That's a fucking. All right, yeah. What do you What do you think it means? Wait, wait till you find out what an octogenarian is. Oh, okay, I see where this is going. I see where this is going. So, a septuagenarian, um, folks. Well, you can tell me, and I know no, you'll go be ahead. right. You got it in front of you. As a person who is from 70 to 79 years old. Right. That's exactly and an right. an octogenarian, I'm assuming, is 100 to 109. Is that correct? <laughs> oh, wait. 80. Sorry. Right, 80 right. 89. You Would got it, be, it uh, dude. Deca? Deca? Uh, I just want to see if it's real. Yeah, dude. Go have a bowl. Genarian? Go up the whole Latinate uh, lifespan no, it's if not, you want. it's not fucking real. I don't know why I thought fucking eight and ten. I don't know why I mixed those up. Sorry, guys. So, I'm I'm sorry, folks. That's I know. <laughs> um, it's okay, dude. So yeah, um, you septuagenarian. Go on. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, but the same people that were accusing me of wanting an elderly genocide, like two weeks ago, are uh, taking selfies out in Boston, and it looks like a fucking Celtics, Red Sox, and Patriots parade are going on at once. Yeah, it looks like they all won. And I said, hey, remember when you? Accused me of killing my grandmother two weeks ago because I wanted to get a haircut, right. and they flipped out. You know? Oh, guess you'll never guess what they called me. What they call you? You'll never guess. It starts with an R. Racist. Yeah. How did you? How did you know that? <laughs> oh fuck! Oh. I'm fucking horrible. I'm good. I'm real good. Man. <sighs> I, what a time! Honestly, what a time! It really is to be pissed off. Well, pissed off with the fashionable views. Right, right. If you're pissed yeah. off because your business is closed. That, you know, you, then you're an talk to, Yeah, tell someone else, bud. Right. Tell someone who cares, pal. I just, I've never seen the ability to know you are dumb and look dumb and still stick to your guns. Like, talk about having just true resolve. I actually respect it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's fucking. The unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. Can you play that a little longer? I just elucidate that a little bit. I want to uh, hear the full That's thing. That's the only fucking part I have. The unbelievable. On oh, here? that was a quick fade out. I thought you hit the button again. Wow, that was no, a... yeah, yeah. Um, I could pull up the. You know what? I'll pull up the actual. That tune. was goddamn. No, it's okay. Are you sure? Because it's pretty good. Yeah, if you want to pull it up, fucking pull it up. I, I know exactly where to find it. It's so I funny it though. Twice a day. I keep telling people that this song's stuck in my head, and I never give credit to the original songwriter of Unbelievable. I give credit to the jingle maker. <laughs> like, I act like they wrote it. <laughs> right, oh, you know what? Go, folks. Oh, yeah. What? You know what? Um, before you play it. Yeah. You know what? Jingle writer gets way more credit than he deserves is the Christmas tree shop guy. For the, the don't you just love a bargain. Yeah. What song is that? Cause it's, it's it's talking about my generation. Yeah, it's the same so goddamn thing, the and the jingle writer gets credit like he's fucking. Uh, he didn't get sued. Barry for Manilow. But uh, hit me with Crumbelievable. All right, here we go, folks. This is Crumbelievable 
Um, I believe it's from roughly the 2007 era. I know you gotta deal with this part, but... The crumbelievable. New craft crumbles. Intense nuggets of real craft cheese crumbles right out the block to give your favorite foods the big cheese taste you love. That big cheese taste that blows you away. Oh, yeah. The crumbelievable. New craft crumbles. I'm sure the taste is gonna blow you away. I'm sure the taste is gonna blow you away. Like, how bad do I want... How delectable is the craft... What are they called? Crunchables? Crumbles. Oh, crumbles. I mean, Um, it's literally just cheese in a different shape, folks. That's like fucking... Come on. Do they still make Kraft Crumbles? I highly doubt it. How pumped do you think the guy in the the drawing room was when... So he's at some marketing firm that Kraft outsourced to write a new campaign, and he's on his beanbag chair playing ping pong, going... All right. What about? Do you think we could get the rights to Unbelievable and just parody that? And everyone's probably like, "Dude, you're all his colleagues were right. like, dude, you're an idiot. Come on." And he's like, "No, no, no, seriously, I'm going to pitch it." Imagine the satisfaction on that kid's face when he turned on the television and saw his pitch realized in an actual commercial with that song. <laughs> must have been a great feeling. He must have gone back to all of his buddies in sneakers and sweatpants, just thinking of the next great idea. <laughs> and uh, really bragged about that one. Dude, I found this. Hold on. Uh, so I'm assuming they discontinued it. I can't find like the date fucking anywhere, but I have this. This guy posted this thing. Why can I not find the Kraft Three Cheese Crumbles anywhere anymore? I used to buy the Kraft Three Cheese cr- Crumbles for several recipes that I use from Walmart, but now I cannot find this particular package anywhere, and I am beyond frustrated. Jeez. Walmart would always have these in stock, and they were reasonably priced. Can I order them online or something? This is the only cheese that I prefer. They do not sell this particular package at any local grocery stores in Chicago. The crumbles melt perfectly from my mac and cheese <laughs> and loaded fries recipes. Can anyone tell me where I can find it? Did they discontinue it? Please help. When was that written? This was written um, October twenty second, 2018 by... Oh, so they still made... Crumbles up until 2018? Wow. No, no, because this is written in 2018 and he can't find them. Well, right, but presumably, like, he didn't go 10 years. Right. And then maybe, to do... maybe he did go 10 years without making mac and cheese. Who fucking knows? Or yeah, but he crops. seems like a man that really likes the craft crumbles. Like, he seems like a man that can't make certain meals unless it's craft crumbles. That's true. So I think you're you're making a really unless good point. he was like deployed to Afghanistan and did like a few, you know, a few trips out there and just came back home and Craft crumbles. his wife was remarried. This- his kids had taken their stepdad's name and he goes to the grocery store and he just wants some craft crumbles <laughs> and they don't have them anymore. So I've got I've got good news and bad news and the good news and the bad news are the same news. Oh, okay. What do you got? They still make the Kraft Crumbles. <laughs> and they can be purchased at uh, Walmart for two seventy eight, which is 35 Get cents an ounce. Yeah, us. They must do well. I'm surprised that they don't re, uh, reboot that commercial campaign. I mean, it's that great cheese taste that blows you away, folks. You know what's That's funny, correct. though? Like, 
how effective commercials actually are. If they did bring back the Kraft Crumbles commercial with the Crumbleable, I guarantee you they'd see a huge spike in sales. They probably would. There's probably so many people that got them at the time and then forgot about them. And then once they hear about that big cheese taste that blows them away, <laughs> are like, fuck, we gotta go to Walmart. You know what's real upsetting is when I like set up, because obviously I do like the same thing every time where I'm gonna press a button. Is that absolutely correct, folks? It's a, that's, that's fantastic. You know, something like that. If I say that, but I don't press the button, to me it's like I forget or I'm too slow. It's really fucking unsettling to me. Yeah. And I, I hope it is to the listeners as well, folks. I can. I can only imagine what you're going through, bro. Now, let's Seriously. see if, if the folks at home can guess the flavor of this truly by the sound of it opening. I got my guess. What is it? Mango. Ooh, folks, that's uh, not correct. <laughs> can what you guess it, the Blueberry? one that I just finished? I'll flick the, I'll flick the empty can. This this is they're from t- two completely different packs. So these two do not come in the same pack. You know that the new one is not mango. Is the new one a 12 pack of variety pack or is it just a six pack of a flavor? The new one comes in both a variety pack and in the six pack. All right, so you just crack it open. I know your favorite flavor is pineapple, so I'm going to assume you went with pineapple. No. I'm sorry. That's folks, that's incorrect. So, the one that I just polished off, which you're going to be surprised about this, because you'll know it's one of my least favorite flavors, is passion fruit. Right. The reason I did this is because it's been sitting in the fucking fridge for like three months. Because you like it to get rid of this goddamn thing. Exactly. Um, And the one that I just opened is... No, no, actually, you're... I think you're in the wrong case. You're in the wrong variety pack. Um, oh, yeah, because there's the tropical one, and there's, like, the basic berry one. Yeah, folks, it is a black cherry truly. That's correct. That is correct, folks. Thank you. God damn, man. I uh, I just can't. I, I don't have it anymore. I used to be able to tell by the way the sound cracked. I know. This, this is it. what quarantine does to people. Yeah. You spend your entire life perfecting your audible capabilities of guessing what somebody has, and it's a, a couple months of quarantine, fucking gone. It turns out it's a perishable skill. That does. That's the problem. Apparently it fucking is. Oh, man. Honestly, though, this is just life now. Like, I I just kind of assume quarantine is going to go on forever. I know. I actually can't wait to walk into fucking Market Basket next week and go excuse me sir if i were a craft three cheese crumbles where would i be <laughs> well, how be pumped like, right would you be if, if he sang the crumbleable song for you and then pointed at aisle three race goes those things are fucking crumbleable dude i'm like no <laughs> dude it really is a great campaign ad because i remembered that song and i've never had craft crumbles right i know dude oh <sighs> like i've never had them i'm not a cheese guy but i remember that song Oh, one thing, speaking of commercials, you know who's totally, you know who once reigned supreme and now sucks, and who was once mediocre and is now supreme? Oh, I cannot fucking wait to hear the answer to this, no. The progressive insurance commercials are so much funnier than the Geico commercials. (laughs) Dude, Geico sucks now, they used to be like the best. Yeah. 
That's true. Dude, I mean, Progressive, I don't really... Progressive has the best insurance. You know, and I remember it started off. Whoa, whoa! Don't your parents own an insurance company? I mean, Come sorry, on. the best commercials. Sorry, Freudian okay. slip. Okay, all right, just checking. It started off. They had that commercial that was about growing into your parents, and it was like a support group in a gym. Oh yeah! And, and this one guy's nervous about turning into his dad, and he goes, "The next thing I know, I just started saying defense wins championships," <laughs> and. There was like a flash of genius with that moment, and I think everybody recognized it, and all the hip advertisement guys were like, Progressive is the new new champion. <laughs> Every commercial they come out with is fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, one of the Geico guys, one of the interns had to like drive the the commercial championship trophy over to Progressive yeah. and be like, this is yours now. You've earned the, this. The new Geico stuff is like not even that funny. No, it's like, so fucking bad. But they used to be great, but now they suck. I also you know, don't even have fucking cable, so I shouldn't even be talking about this. Well, yeah, I, it, the only reasons I actually know any commercials is during football season, when that was a thing. Um, right. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Because everything else is obviously either DVR'd or streaming. So the right. only time I really saw commercials was during football. So now I'm actually, maybe they suck again. I don't know. It's been a few months. Right. But yeah. oh, actually, I do watch a lot of HGTV during the day, and Ooh. I watch that live. So I do see some commercials, but usually yeah. they're just advertising their own content. Yeah, like yeah. Usually so it's like, just all the next HGTV shows. I guess I really shouldn't be speaking on the subject just because I don't know from experience. I have to kind of just take your word for it. But I guess that's kind of what everyone fucking does now, anyway. So. <laughs> If you want to sell a house, just put a white bowl full of green apples on the island in the kitchen. And according to HGTV, it'll sell. Really? I mean, every time I see the show and they're putting the house on the market, they have a white bowl full of green apples, and it works. Well, you told that to the right guy. I'm going to have to put this to uh, to true test. Your kitchen that would work well us. with. Um, well, I if- mean, from a home selling standpoint. Maybe, like, our new thing will be like, hey, you want to list your house? They're like, yeah. And I just pull out a bowl of green apples. Yeah, imagine, like, when they pay closing costs, there's, like, an extra $1.50 added for the the bowl and the apples. Oh, that's for the uh, the green apples and the white bowl? You don't think that's free, do you? You know what would be a great job is being one of these goddamn stagers. Dude, bro. Some of these motherfuckers make so much cake. Dude, because bro. you buy the inventory once, you keep it in a warehouse, and then you get like three or four grand a pop to just punch some pillows down the middle and make that weird fucking <laughs> cat ear design. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly. What and then that's saying. it. I will say though that some some of those people are incredibly talented. Like, oh, I bet. You'll fucking walk into a house and be like, okay, yeah, this house is fine. And then, like, they come in and then they do their thing. And you're like, this house is fucking awesome, dude. So does Borstel... I'm assuming Borstel uses a lot of stagers. I believe he does. Yeah, he does. He definitely does. With those new construction and shit. I mean, it's a great business model. Whoever came up with that... I know, dude. Like, right around the time they invented house flipping, they must... Someone must have capitalized on it. And it was like, well, you can't sell a house with nothing in it. You gotta fucking... Dress I got a bunch it up of shit so people know at what to place. imagine. Yeah. I got a bunch of my shit at my place. Why don't you let me bring it over? I'll store my shit in your place, and you can pay me to store my shit. Dude, uh, according to these HGTV shows, it's like four grand, which means in real life, it's probably they're probably making like six grand a house. 
that's like a that's like a pretty expensive yeah exstager but that's like uh, yeah but dude hgtv on... there's no way these budgets are real so like i'll get like the smallest amount of work done in a bathroom and the guy will be like that'll be 1500 bucks and then you watch these goddamn flipping shows and like all right We'll gut, they're, they're walking through with the, the contract. You're like, all right, we'll completely gut this bathroom, put a whole new master bath in there. What do you think? And the guy's like, eh, probably three grand. <laughs> what? Dude, <laughs> you literally charged me half that to replace a fucking toilet. Right, right. No, I know. It's fucked. I don't get it. It's real fucked. Unless they're getting crazy discounts. The landscaping on these shows, that's... Oh. You know what the dumbest show is? Is the House Hunters International... Yeah. And it's two pathetic tech architects looking for a one-bedroom apartment in Amsterdam. Like, this is like, if you were trying to make the least interesting show alive, it would be this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like Renault shows. Show me... Like shows about the F1 team? Show right me where you can buy a mediocre house and turn it into something amazing. I don't give a fuck about two oh, right. yep. overpriced... IT architects making, you know, 300 grand a year looking for a shitty... Oh, you know what the thing, too? I'm so glad. It's another reason why I'm so glad that I'm I'm not a joiner. Is I have zero desire to live in the city. And it turns out that is, like, the most financially, feasibly smart taste. Because... You look at what these people in the city, like, I don't understand city folks, where they go, oh, yeah, I spend, like, three grand a month, I live in Cambridge, but the restaurants, oh, my God, and I'm like, really? Because if the restaurants are that good, I'll just drive into Boston, and I'll be there in, like, 30 minutes, Yeah, cool. and then I can go home and spend, like, 1100 on a fucking house mortgage. Right, if I'm paying three grand a month in to live in Cambridge and I'm surrounded by great restaurants, it's not going to matter because I'm not going to be able to afford to fucking go to them. Exactly. And what are you going to go to the restaurants every night? You're going to eat. You're like, give me a break. Spare me. Yeah, come on. Seriously, I don't understand. It used to be, it used to be the city was where all the jobs were. You know, in terms of like, you know, the mill type jobs, like the blue collar jobs. This, you had to go in the city, and the dream was to live in the suburbs. And now right. it's the complete inverse. All the losers have houses in the suburbs, and all the rich kids have penthouses in the city. And it's like, how did, how did they trick everybody? Like, well, I I, I like city life, okay, but like I like having a driveway. I like being able to get in my car and drive to golf courses. And, you know, right. I like to piss on my lawn and host parties. Same, yeah. Yeah, like sh- to chip golf balls around my yard. You know what I mean? Like, you can't fucking do that in the city. Dude, it really is amazing, man. This I like. It's great though because it's like, if somebody told me when I was three years old and said, "Listen, your generation is going to be the complete opposite in every way than you are," it's going to be great because if you like the shittiest restaurants, you're never going to have to wait to get a table. If you right. like the shittiest cars, you're never going to blow money on a car. The fact that all of my tastes align with the least fashionable things. Has been fucking great. Yeah, dude, you've basically been saving money incrementally your entire fucking life. Saving money, losing weight. I don't put butter on my bread, not because I'm a health free, because I don't like it. So, Bro, you don't realize it, but every single time you've gotten a burger, and notice I'm saying burger, not cheeseburger, you right. probably saved like 30 cents. Dude, and think of all the calories, bro. Oh, my it's God. It's literally crumbable when you think of all the cheese calories I've saved. 
They're crumbelievable. I know, dude. But dude, the I'm just blessed. Quick. Maybe I should make that longer. Sorry, yeah, yeah. being a freak. You, you know what I mean? A freak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, you don't put cheese on your burgers. What are you, a fucking racist? Dude. Ooh, what did you just... Hold on, hold on. Let me guess. I heard the swallow. I heard your Adam's apple. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you heard the gulp. So it's a Bud Light seltzer, correct? Uh, actually, this is a Corona seltzer. Fucking hey. Okay, I'll give on. you... So if you were paying attention, I believe Karen did tell you her favorite flavor. And that's what this is. But it's gonna be very tough. It's not. It's not one of the run-of-the-mill flavors. Does it involve coconut? No. Fuck. Uh, I know that the Corona ones are like wacky flavors. Like how that other one is like. There's right, that so one company that does two, like rosemary. This is two fruits in the name. If you can just name the first fruit, I'll give you. I'll give you credit. And I'm not cheating, folks. I'm not going to look it up. I want to. I'm not going to do it. It's t- Dude, it's tough. <sighs> Is it tropical-ish? I mean, if you want to Google the Corona flavors, you can. It's still a guessing game. You said it, not me. Here we go. Corona, seltzer. Man, yeah, these Corona ones are good. Flavors. All of them are good. I think Bud Light's my favorite, but I like the Corona. Uh, 90 calories. What does these fucking Bud Lights have? There's more than four flavors, correct? Oh, I got a Bud Light right here. Oh, the Bud Light's 100 calories. Corona's 90 calories. Holy shit. That's a 10-calorie deficit, dude. You got the flavors up? So, I'm assuming... But hold on. Hold on, dude. Because strawberry... Oh, the strawberry was Bud Light, though. It's okay, not so strawberry. It's, it's got to be blackberry lime, then. Dude, that's absolutely right. Jesus Christ. Now, how did you know that? I'm going to tell you how I cheated because it's the only goddamn one that has two fruits in it. Ah, so it's too generous a hint. But the one that I had guessed before, I guess doesn't exist, but I thought I had it. Oh, Corona Refresca. That's what I was thinking of. Ooh, that sounds good. Because they have they have passion fruit lime, guava lime, and coconut lime. The only soda I had in my house growing up was Fresca. Really? Yeah. We always had Fago Moon Mist. What, what, say what now? Fago Moon Mist? Uh, my parents are Juggalos. Yeah, that sounds like racist crap, dude. Never heard of it. True. All right. Sorry. Never mind. That didn't happen. Sorry, dude. Um, no, but I, I used to love... Uh, do you remember Surge? Oh, are you kidding, dude? Oh. oh. The, the 12 minutes in my life that I had a soccer career, Surge was like the most integral part of it. Oh, fantastic. I remember those little goddamn, uh, like, barrel things that were, you know, just like blue juice, and it was like a oh. barrel. Oh, of oh, course. God. Yeah, it's fantastic, dude. Or the, uh, the fucking, the Kool-Aid, oh, what did they, what did they fucking call You don't ruin things? that, by the way? All these, st- because now kids don't exercise, they play video games and just, like, work on, you know, planning a, a school shooting. That nobody works off these calories. So back then you could have health hazardous sodas and it would be okay because your kid was outside all the time exercising. He'd work off the calories. because video games sucked to them and nobody wanted to play them. They were just outside. And they fucking banned all these great sodas. Like now kids grow up and they're drinking like LaCroix. 
Right. And then we well, wonder LaCroix why there are these pretentious douchebags that grow up to hate everything. It's because they've been drinking fucking Don Perrier and Pellegrino and fucking all this pretentious crap. You gotta drink some Surge, man. Yeah, and Surge is the best, too, because you would pound it. It would taste really good. You'd eat, you'd eat it with, like, some chicken fingers. You'd be high as fuck. And then, like, two like, hours would go by, and you'd crash and go to sleep on the couch yeah. for, like, five hours. All right, yeah, yeah. That's why parents bursts, loved it. That's what they were called, by the way. It was great, dude. But remember, you'd twist the top off, and I always thought the top looked like a lobster. Dude, I honestly, just thinking about the endorphin rush I just got, thinking back to when I would drink those, like, there was something so sexual about me wanting to drink those. I don't mean sexual in, like, the bougie, hip girl slang that they use now. Like, oh, that's sexual. Like, I'm talking about actual, like, libidinous arousal from thinking about what that drink did to me when I twi- when I had to violently twist it to break the plastic. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, what was that? It was like a Kool-Aid something? Kool-Aid bursts. Yeah, dude, those are so fucking good, man. Good, good but place now, to like, get those are your... like back in the day, back in the day, you had like all these commercials geared for all these cool kids stuff. And now it's like, yeah, now it's like, now it's all oh, pharmaceuticals. Do you want a you want lecture on gender roles by a car company? Oh, do you, yeah, do sure. You... What do you got, Volvo? Do you sometimes find yourself shitting yourself when you're not supposed to be? Or <laughs> pissing yourself when you mean to be shitting yourself? Somebody well, said, buy this new drug. So, somebody said it best. He said, if you want to know each generation, look at the commercials. And it's totally true. You look at the 80s and it was all fun. It's all truck commercials and beer commercials. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, some it'll be like soft, soft piano comes in. A guy is playing... A guy's pitching to his son, playing catch. And then he gets upstairs, and he sits on the bed, and his wife gives him a look. And then, like, Viagra just goes across the screen. It's like, what? (laughs) What the? Like, these commercials nowadays are so bad. So, basically, if I want to see what kind of car you're trying to sell me, I have to look at a guy raising his daughter from toddler to adult, dancing with her at his wedding, at her wedding, crying... Soft music, and then it cuts to the car. It's like, what the fuck Subaru. is this? Dude? Give me a fucking break. Give me Crumbelievable. Like, give me the fun commercial. Oh, dude. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hit me, hit me with it again, if you would. Oh. The Crumbelievable. Like, that. I just got pumped just by listening to that little snippet. I know, dude. It's... That's what commercials ought to be. Not... Hi, fucking yeah! yeah, exactly. They need to grab you by the collar and, and karate chop you. Right. I know. Nicholas Cage style. When you were explaining the guy uh, playing catch with his son out front and the soft piano, I figured it was going to be either like a life insurance commercial. <laughs> or, Not Viagra? Um, no. I mean, you, you, obviously you got there. Nothing um, is fun anymore. Like, outwardly. Like, it's all this sanitized severe, bullshit. Or it could have been like moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. It annoys me. Hey, guess what? And, and there's always a trade-off. It's like if you go skiing or play sports, it, it's always the people that were afraid of getting hurt that got hurt because they were too skittish, and then they would do something, you know, and then they wind up getting hurt. It's the same thing. Hey, trade-off. Your kid's going to not break any – your kid's going to break less bones 
but he's going to be autistic or he's going to be whatever. Like, it's always this fucking trade-off. Everything's too safe and sanitary now. Right? Right? It's fucking annoying, dude. But this is what happens. And then the kids are these precious little designer babies. Because it used to be parents would have three three or four kids in a household. And they'd be like, all right, yeah. This house is too chaotic. Get out of here. Go take control of yourself. And now it's like couples wait till they're 35 to have one baby. And he's this hip designer baby that gets all their attention. And he turns out to be a complete self-absorbed sociopath by the time he gets to college because the only thing he's ever heard is strict affirmations about his own stupid opinions. And then now, it's like, it's the same thing as fucking Purell. It's like, actually, it turns out you actually need some bacteria for your own health. And now it's all these kids with these... Ugh. It's just anything, pathetic, we should have, dude. We should have desanitation stations across the office. We literally should. You, you should be able to... It should be a fucking... Just empty out a petri dish into one of those things, and everyone leaves the bathroom, does a little zzz, and then just wipes some bacteria and fucking disease into your hands. Jesus Everybody's Christ. just fucking so precious. It's like, oh, dude, like I thought that, oh, our generation is going to change it. Really? Because I'm pretty sure there were like no gun laws in the 50s, and nobody shot up schools. So that generation that you're bragging about is literally shooting its classmates like every two seconds. So maybe you're not that cool. I'm sure that's unless little, that's... living at home until you're 32 is like somehow a good thing. Then yeah, I mean I'll give you that. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. Let's go back to Crumbleable. <laughs> the Crumbleable. Pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> I don't oh, get to use that one a lot. So. I actually had pork chops for dinner tonight. Did you have a pork chop sandwich? Dude, the shake and bake is the way to go. The shake and bake, huh? You just put the pork chop in a fucking Ziploc baggie with some shake and bake. You is that what it. you do? I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this shack and bake. So Does the shake and bag that we use for pork chops is just like little small breadcrumbs. You put it in a bag. You put the pork chop in the bag. Zip it up. Shake it. Get the fucking breadcrumbs to stick to the meat. Slap it on a fucking tinfoiled covered pan and throw it in the oven. Jesus Christ. And they taste fucking great. Would you say that they are... They're crumbleable. That's the other thing too. I feel like poor people food tastes better than rich people food. Like if if there's a guy that makes like forty grand a year and he's like, "You want to come over for dinner?" I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" I already know right. I'm probably gonna like it. If there's a guy that makes three million dollars a year and he's like, "You want to come for dinner?" I'd be like, "Dude, I don't know what stupid, small, proportioned, pretentious meal you have prepared." <laughs> like I hate when you go to a fancy restaurant and it'll be like a two ounce cut of meat with like three arugulas on it. And like and a it's smear like, thanks, of a, bro. a smear of like a fucking like horseradish or something. Yeah, like a horseradish pesto reduction or some shit. Yeah, it's like, oh, thanks, man. Give me a fucking break. And then like one little droplet of like beet juice. <laughs> yeah, what is that? I don't understand it. It's art, man. It's fucking art. I guess art. it is, dude. I guess it is art. Shitty art, if you ask me, but it's art, beets I guess. Are, yeah, beets are pretty Everything's good. art. It's fucking shit. I feel like I'm in a college dorm room smoking a joint. Because Everything's art, man. <laughs> oh, what a loser. 
Man, dude. All right, man. I mean, I guess we could wrap it up there. Yeah, um, I guess we could wrap it up. Is anybody still listening? Danny Bergeron. Yes. This is, this is the test. All right, I'm going to offer He's a gonna groveling. He's going to pass the test. I'm going to offer a groveling apology to Danny Bergeron. And I'm not going to tell him about it, so the only way he'll receive this apology is if he is, in fact, listening and made it he through is. to, what are we at? I bet you like, like a $1. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Danny, 60. I had excoriated you earlier on the last podcast because I thought your attendance had been lacking. I thought you had delved into truancy of this mostly peaceful podcast, but <laughs> clearly you have been listening to every episode and I'm with free of irony or sarcasm. I offer you my sincerest apology and truly appreciate, appreciate your listenership. I hope. Oh, sorry. Thank he you. wasn't done. It oh, was yeah. very brave of me to say that. That was very brave. <laughs> I hope you accept my apology. And I also hope that you confirm that you listen to this because if I don't hear from you and within two weeks, I'll know that you are full of shit and have in fact stopped listening. Confirm it on Twitter so the the whole yes. world can see. Yes. Um also want to thank Dan Sullivan for purchasing uh some merch recently. Ooh, you, we got some merch purchases? Yeah, we got a merch purchase. A Jesus. merch purchase. Um and if anyone else wants to purchase merch, which is kind of hard to say, because it's got the urch in it. Uh, go to I'm so sure We got some shit. I got I have two, a couple ideas too that I want to upload. So I should probably just fucking upload those. Yeah, dude. Quit being a little bitch. Um, also, they used to call him Gordo the weirdo. Figured I'd just press that because <laughs> fuck it. And Alex Sabot, man. Thank you again for just oh, being. Oh, dude, he's the know? fucking best. I literally I, just uh, like once every two weeks I get money and I'm just like, what the fuck? Alex Sabot. Yeah, he really subscribes. He's the man. And uh, I'll be doing something super random, and I'll just hear my phone go cha-ching, and I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody owes me. Alex Abo. He's the greatest you know American. I, mean? I, I want to tell him to, and we've talked about it, he needs to run for city council or some city-level job, and I will be his campaign advisor. And all I'm going to do is smoke cigarettes, and anybody that needs me to do dirty work by pissing someone off by giving my honest opinion that's what i'll do but otherwise i'll just stay out of it and yeah uh, i think he'd win i think he would too to be honest yeah dude i agree but he's the best he always donates when i least expect it and uh and also he he's doing the fence stuff and he's doing a good job he's doing a fantastic job folks uh fantastic job um uh sorry how do you get that out um also, I don't know. Uh, oh, go to www.ericsterlandstorage.com. Um, you can also do forward slash I'm so sure cast if you want 15% off all meats. Um, that website has been pretty low on traffic lately, so not really sure what the fuck's going on there. And I think that's about it, right? I think that's it, dude. All right, well. I guess uh, that's it. I'm done. That's it. Crumbelievable. See you later. Okay, here we go. The Crumbelievable. I'm so sure can.